Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. All right, my loves, welcome back to another episode of the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am Shelby Rose, your host. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I am so grateful and so excited that you found this podcast. I know we've had so many amazing episodes and I'm grateful that you are tuning in. Today, I'm going to talk to you guys about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And this is spiritual discernment, something that I learned a hard lesson on this year and something that I believe more people who are joining the spiritual community or on this ascension journey or having more awareness or even on the life path who are opening up to higher realms, higher levels of awareness, need the knowledge of. And (laughs) I'm really excited that I get to bring this topic to you because it's something that I wish I would have known about, something that I wish I would have had more education on a few months ago. So before we dive into this podcast episode and this really this series because this is going to be a multiple part series that I am releasing for you. I want to share a big announcement and that is that I am doing a course on spiritual discernment. I'm going to be teaching you along with these episodes, a more in-depth training where you get to work with me one not one-on-one, but in a small group setting, how to protect yourself, how to have awareness of what is spiritual warfare, how to understand what you need to do to have that awareness, how to really clear your energy, protect your energy, and know that you have the power to do this. You guys, we can pick up energy so easily, so quickly, and I want each of you to walk away not only with the understanding of how to protect yourself against things that I experience, which I'll talk about in this episode, but also have the knowledge to clear things that we can pick up from our loved ones, right? We can pick up negative thought forms from our friends and our family members. And you can think of these as limiting beliefs, but they, can, they really carry energy. And this is what I want to help clear in addition to the bigger stuff, right? Because I am going to teach you about the things that I experienced and what I experienced and how to protect yourself against that. Because I believe I could have had I understood what I was experiencing And I want to bring this to you because if you are a light leader or a coach or a healer or someone walking the spiritual path, you have, I believe, a responsibility and a responsibility that I didn't understand a few months ago to protect yourself and to protect the people you're working with. And I felt awful when, and again, I'm going to share my experience here in this episode, when I had an encounter with darkness and I had no idea. I had no idea this types of, types of things existed. And again, I want all of you to walk away from this episode, this podcast. And again, if you're feeling called to dive into this topic more deeply, my course, I want every person to walk away with the 
knowing that they have the ability to protect themselves. So in, in this episode, we're going to talk about what spiritual discernment is. I'm going to walk you through my story and share examples. Again, I did a whole episode a few months back on this, but I unfortunately had to take it down for some legal reasons. Um, so I'm going to keep this episode a little bit more vague. We're going to talk about, what are we going to talk about? I have a list here. We're going to, okay, so we're going to talk about awareness and like being able to actually recognize when you have something in your field or in your, in your field means like in your energy essentially of what is like happening energetically, understanding when spiritual warfare is occurring, when you're having energetic manipulation, anything like that. I'm going to help give you some signs and symptoms or things that I experience and things I know other people have experienced. I'm going to help you identify what is a warning or what is your body not feeling safe in someone's energy versus what is your own personal trigger based on belief systems. And I'm also going to help you bring awareness to your personal power against these types of things. So I'm so excited to bring this to all of you. And then in addition to this podcast episode, which I'm personally recording this podcast episode as a practice for the 1111 Summit. I'm at the time that I'm recording this, I am doing the, the, the time that it's released. It will be after the summit. So if you've listened to the summit, you can skip this episode and dive into the next episode on spiritual discernment. But if you didn't make it to my 1111 Summit, you guys, this is a beautiful episode to walk you through my story and walk you through the tools you need. So again, if you've listened to the 1111 Summit, you don't need to tune into this episode. But if you are new to spiritual discernment, definitely stay tuned. Again, this isn't going to be a sunshine and rainbows type of episode. It's not going to be the like kick, you know, kick yourself motivation episode. This is going to be an episode for responsibility and the responsibility we have to our own energy. So let's talk about my story. If you haven't heard my story, it's an intense one. And if you have heard my story, I'm going to take you through just the things you need to know to help, you know, drill the points that I want to make home today. So let's start from the beginning. Last August, I met a woman at Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie Masterclass. And this is, I share, I'm sharing where I met her because I think it's important to realize that even people who hold such a high vibration, who are such leaders, some of the people that they're bringing into their space are not of the light and don't have pure intentions. And I believe this woman went to Gabby's event to target people for what she later brought me into, to essentially poach clients and not with the intention of doing her own work and her own healing because that wasn't her intention going there. So I met her that day. I will tell you how I felt leading up to meeting her that day. I was at one of Andy's events and it was such a beautiful event. I, you know, there were so many amazing souls there. I had I was surrounded by beautiful people. I felt like I had had some breakthroughs, but the whole day I felt off and I thought it was me, right? I was like, God, I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel off. Something about that day felt off. I felt really disembodied. And if you guys know, Andy Love's work is all about embodiment and we did a lot of embodiment stuff, but that whole day I felt really out of my body and nothing I could do would bring myself back in and which was not something I had really experienced. I couldn't put my work, like my, I, I couldn't put a describer that day and what it felt like, but it really felt like I was floating. My soul was not there, that I was floating out of my body and I couldn't get back in no matter how much embodiment work we did. And so that was my experience leading up to meeting this woman. And I share that because it's, it, I'm going to circle back to why this is important of paying attention to how I felt that night I met her. When we sat down to dinner, I was immediately drawn to her energy 
in an intoxicating way. It was a very like, I don't know what's different about her, but I just like, it was intoxicating to me. We had a conversation as we were ordering food at the table and I brought up the fact that I didn't eat gluten and dairy because for me, those things make me feel really fuzzy and disconnected. And she immediately interjected with something along the lines of nothing can make you feel disconnected. You should be able to eat whatever you want. And then she went on into this story that she too had an eating disorder at one point in time, but she worked her way through it. I wasn't struggling with an eating disorder at that point in time. I had had disordered eating patterns before, but I really had cleaned dairy and gluten up because it's what made me feel most empowered. And it's what I felt best doing, right? And so not eating those things just made me feel better. I had struggled, you guys know I struggled with a bunch of health issues and that was one of the things that I had empowered myself with is clearing these things out of my diet. But in that moment, I was so angry that she had the audacity to say these things to me unsolicited and that she had dropped this on me and I was triggered. You guys, I was so triggered. But here's the thing, I'm sharing this very, I'm sharing this experience with you, this very visceral reaction I had to this woman of like, I do not like you. I do not like that you said these things. And instead of saying, I don't feel safe in her energy, I don't feel comfortable that you are giving me unsolicited coaching and that you're giving me unsolicited coaching that actually doesn't feel safe for me, right? Because that's the, that's, that was the experience I was having in my body, but I couldn't identify it as I didn't feel safe in her energy. And I was like, uh-uh, I do not like this woman. Instead of saying, I just don't like this woman, I don't like how she makes me feel, and I don't feel safe. I mean, it means something about me. So this is lesson number one, you guys, is what is the difference between a trigger where you are triggered because of your belief systems and your body giving you a warning? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just place this question on you as a listener. Do you know the difference? Do you know what it feels like to be triggered because of your belief systems and or that you just don't feel safe in someone's energy. And what I can bet is there's a lot of empaths out there who are doing the growth work, who are understanding what a trigger is, who are understanding like, yes, I need to do the work on the things that trigger me. Like I need to look at if this is a belief system for me. And you might be swaying the other way, right? You may have spent so much time in your life blaming everyone else for problems, blaming everyone else for how you feel, putting, you know, externalizing everything that now maybe you're swinging the other way and now you're internalizing everything. And this is where I was at, you guys. I'd swung so far for most of my life that I had pushed blame on how I was feeling, my experiences. I was pushing blame on everyone else. And I was in this growth phase where I was looking at literally everything and I was peeling everything apart. And it was almost making anything that triggered me about me and my belief systems. Instead of looking at, is this a warning, right? Because I don't think we're taught this. We're taught about triggers so much in the spiritual community, so much in the growth community, so much in like mindset community. And it's important, right? It's important we look at these things because I will share an example of a trigger that I experienced that was about a belief system and it was very different than a, than a warning, right? So it's important we look at these triggers. I experienced, I'll share an experience with a trigger I had. So I quit drinking um, and partying, I would say, I don't know, two or three years ago. And during that 80 days where I quit drinking, I was so triggered. I was judging I was placing judgment on my roommates for going out and partying. I was placing judgment on the friends that I had gone out and partied with for being so intoxicated and so sloppy. And I was starting to judge everyone around me for their behavior, right? And I realized when I sat with that 
and felt into what was actually happening. It was that I was triggered because their behaviors were very much so my behaviors. And those behaviors were no longer in alignment with who I wanted to become and who I wanted to be. But they were not behaviors that I needed to judge other people for, right? It was just that I was judging myself for having done similar things or things that were far what I perceived as worse, right? Where I was so sloppy, I was doing embarrassing things. I wouldn't remember my nights. And now just people who, have, who are having fun and going out and having a good time, I was judging them because I was triggered by the shame and guilt I felt for the things that I had done in an intoxicated state. That was a trigger for me, right? I had no right to be judging someone else's behavior or beliefs, or lifestyle. There was no reason for me to be judging that. It was a trigger for me. That was externalizing my pain, right? I was placing how I felt about myself onto other people. That's a trigger, right? When we're judging someone's belief systems, we're judging someone's lifestyle, we're judging where someone is at on their spiritual journey, that's usually a reflection of stuff that's coming from inside of us. That's very different from what I experienced that day. That day, I had a boundary that had been crossed. That was what I was experiencing, but I took it as a trigger. So let me be very clear. It's important that we understand in those moments is this a boundary being crossed? Is this me not feeling safe? Is this someone taking over and placing belief systems or thoughts or their judgments on me? Or is this, you know, is that what I'm experiencing or is this a trigger? And what I can tell you is in that moment, had I been able to identify that this woman crossed the boundary and had I been able to stand my ground and take a moment and to not like, I didn't react in that moment, but instead of like grounding myself and responding from an empowered place, I went home that night and I made a whole story up about how this woman triggering me meant that maybe I was struggling with my beliefs around food. And for months, you guys, to this day, I'm still working to get myself back to the place where I'm eating healthy and nourishing my body because I made it mean that I could eat whatever I want and still feel good and high vibe and empowered. And I went that, and and for months after this, you guys, I didn't want to eat healthy food. I didn't want to eat nourishing food. And I haven't really shared this with anyone, but I didn't want to. I didn't feel like, oh, my bunnies are running outside my door right now. I love it. I didn't do the things that empowered me with that little moment where she crossed a boundary, gave unsolicited coaching, shared what she believed. I believe she believed this from, I really truly believe from her perspective, she believed that she was channeling something from God and sharing a message with me. And I don't believe that's what's actually happening. I'll share that down in a few minutes here, but we really, you know, we really have to be clear. What are the things that empower us and who is taking those away from us? Because in that moment, that one interaction with this woman where she, she crossed the boundary and I felt triggered, totally untangled and, and undid years of work I did to get myself in a healthy state, which was empowering me. So in that moment, had I simply responded with, thank you for your input. I completely disagree with the statements you're saying. I actually feel that eating this way empowers me to feel more clear and connected. I respect what you believe to be true, but it's simply not true for me. Done, right? I set a boundary. It, was a he- it would have been a healthy interaction. I was respecting her beliefs, but I didn't do that. So know the difference between a warning and a trigger. And I'm going to pause my story here to do a little teaching on this. We need to be able to get in our bodies and understand what safety feels like. We need to be able to 
decipher what our bodies are telling us. We need to understand what judgment and being triggered feels like, our own personal belief systems being triggered. We need to understand that versus a warning. And this is what I didn't understand a few months ago. I didn't understand that sometimes that feeling that I get in my body that I don't feel comfortable here isn't so much about me and my belief systems or my confidence. I would make it mean something about my confidence. I don't know if you guys ever get this where you walk into a room and being an empath, if you are an empath, you've experienced, maybe you've experienced this where you walk into a room and all of a sudden you feel like your energy wants to just shrink down and you feel maybe like uncomfortable or scattered. And it could be that you're not protecting your energy, right? You're walking into a grocery store and you're picking up everyone else's shit. Maybe you're not protecting your energy, which we will talk about fully. I will talk. I, I can't share that today on this episode, but I, I will be diving into this a whole training on protecting your energy in my course, which I'm going to just drop a little wisdom here or a little nugget is that for the next, when this podcast episode is released for the next few days until 1118 at 9 PM Pacific time, my course will be discounted $111. I have payment plans available and painful painfuls. It's just 222 for the next few days, you guys, which is an incredible deal for the amount of content you're going to get. You're going to get six weeks of trainings with me. Um, six total. I'm not sure if we're going to do it weekly or bi-weekly. I haven't decided all the details yet, but it is going to be six trainings total for 222 and a ton of content and a ton of information. And I have it discounted to this because you guys, I believe that this message is necessary and needed for so many people. So I know I digress, but we're, we will dive totally into protecting your energy in that course. If you feel called to it, I would love to have you. I would love to teach more people on this because I think it's so, so, so important. But it's important, you know, when we do walk into these rooms, and I'm getting back to my story here, if we walk into a room and we feel a certain sort of way, it's important for us to understand, is this me just not having energetic boundaries? Or is this me having a warning? There's energy here that I don't want to be around. And I am coming to the point in my life, if I feel that, if I have the opportunity, I will leave. Again, right? There's not a lot of social situations right now where I'm around a lot of people. But you guys know I picked up a part-time job at a coffee shop. And if I walk in and or a customer comes through, that I'm like, I don't want to engage. I will not engage with that person more than I need to, right? I used to try to like, oh, I got to protect my energy more. I got to protect my energy. No, I will just set boundaries where I will serve you. I will be polite, but I'm not going to engage with you any more than I need to because my energy doesn't feel safe in your energy. And that's perfectly fine, right? I think as empaths or as like <laughs> spiritual people, we believe that we have to really like that loving and liking everyone means that we have to be best friends or we have to really be engaged or like really spreading love means that we have to love everyone. No, take back your power. You don't need to be liked by everyone. You don't need to be loved by everyone. And actually it's more important for you to protect your energy and have really solid boundaries because what comes after this experience in my story is crazy. And I do not want this to happen to any of you. So I want you to be very clear of what feels like I'm not protecting my energy and what feels like I'm just not safe. And we're going to go through a practice at the end that will help you check into your body and help you tune in. But one simple thing I encourage all of you to do is every morning, sit with your emotions. I do this every single morning. I stop. I take 10 to 20 minutes every morning during my morning routine, depending on how much needs to come up. And I just scan my body and I say, body, how are you feeling today? How are we feeling today? And sometimes I'm really grieving right now. There's so much grief that's coming to the surface for me. And I just have to sit and cry for 10 to 20 minutes. Sometimes I feel like my heart space is closed up and I have to feel into this. And you guys, why this is important is because when we, when we stop, to communicate with our bodies. And I'm going to 
again in the course bring you through more of this and we're going to go deeper into this but when we can sit and communicate with our bodies and say how am i feeling how is this feeling and we we're so clear on what is what is coming up for healing what is coming up for clearing what is coming up for us to feel then when something else that comes into our field is not ours we can we can discern that this isn't mine or this doesn't feel safe. We actually know what that feels like because we're so in tune with our own energy. We're so in tune with what we are feeling, right? It's so easy for me now that I'm doing this work daily and I'm doing these practices that empower me that when I come into someone's energy that doesn't feel safe, I know it. And I say, this energy doesn't feel safe. I can really like the person. This actually happens, happened to me. There's someone I met recently and I'm like, I really like this person, but my body doesn't feel safe with them. Like, I think they're funny. I think they're enjoyable. I think I like them a lot. We can have good conversations, but something doesn't feel safe about their energy. And I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to go any further to explore that. And it's not my place to explore that. I just know it's probably not someone that I'm going to try to engage with much further than that, that surface level. because. I don't want to open myself up to whatever is on their side of things, but you have to do the work of understanding your own energy to understand someone else's energy. So let's get back to the story of meeting this woman. I know I kind of bounce around here, but I think it's important that I take the time to discuss what's happening as we go through this story. So my first call with her, I, after I met this woman and I was triggered by her, in retrospect, I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? But again, hindsight is 2020. I was triggered by her and I thought that me being triggered by her, and again, that wasn't being triggered by her. It was a warning that it wasn't safe. But there were more things happening at the same time, right? My higher self had been attacked that day. That's why I felt so disembodied is that, that my higher self was already, it, there was already spiritual warfare happening before I ever met her, right? There was shit that was getting sent out, webs that were being weaved on an energetic level, that by the time I met her, I was already disconnected from my higher self and I was already disempowered. Had I known what was happening and I had I cleared my energy, the moment I felt there was interference, maybe I could have prevented some of the shit that came, but I didn't know what was happening because no one taught me this, that this shit can happen. So, my first call with her, I hired her because she triggered me and I hired her because I believe that there was work I needed to do with her. After I got off my first call with her, I was cooking dinner, probably one of the last healthy things I ate during my time working with her. And I was cooking dinner and all of a sudden it felt like I was shaky and dizzy and I remember just standing by the stove and like having to grab onto the stove because I was just like so, it literally felt like I wasn't in my body anymore. And I just stared at the stove for, I was probably two minutes, I'm not sure, but I, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I feel so disembodied. And so I texted her and I messaged her that, this is what's happening. I thought it was some sort of spiritual experience. And that's what she said to me. Remember, this is totally normal. You may be experiencing some symptoms. You may have some, you know, spiritual purification. Feeling like shit is not spiritual, spiritual purification, you guys. Being connected to source feels like you are connected to source. You feel embodied. You feel you feel this peace and this knowing it shouldn't be scary. It shouldn't be uncomfortable. It shouldn't feel, make you feel sick. It shouldn't make you feel nauseous. It shouldn't make you feel lightheaded or out of bodied or craving a bunch of shit. Feeling connected to God should be the opposite. And so what I can tell you from my experience and many other people's experiences with spiritual warfare, because what was happening in that moment is that her mentor, the leader of a cult was sending black magic my way. This is what I believe to be true is that he was sending black magic and whatever entities that he had, dark entities he had power over were sending my way. And that is the moment I started to like battle with 
something I didn't know I was battling against. I cleared myself without knowing it on and off throughout the next nine months. But if you experience something through a mentor and they're telling you that symptoms of feeling worse after engaging with them are normal, it is not normal to experience something that makes you feel less yourself, shittier, disembodied, sick, puking, purging. I mean, sometimes these things come up to be purged, but you shouldn't feel that every single time you engage with a certain person that you feel sick. And that should be simple, right? We hear that, like people who don't make you feel good, like don't engage with them. But when you're new to the spiritual community and people tell you these things are normal, who, uh, who put themselves on a pedestal of being farther along in their spiritual journey, you may believe them. What I can tell you is feeling worse and feeling sick and feeling disembodied, craving a lot of sugar, craving alcohol, cra craving things that make you disempowered is spiritual warfare. There is something going on if that's totally out of character for you to crave those things or to want those things or to feel this way, red flag. I had no desire to move my body. I was forcing myself because I knew it was important for me. I'm a registered dietitian by trade. I've been, that health and fitness has been a part of me feeling connected for as long as I can remember. I had no desire to move my body. I forced myself to move my body. The things that I found enjoyable, like going to the mountains and hiking every weekend. I lived in Denver at the time. I hiked every Saturday religiously with my dog and... I no longer felt the desire to do these things. I'm going to cry because it's hard to think about spiritual warfare doing this to someone where you don't even understand what's happening. And the things you love are taken away from you, right? The things that make you feel connected and human are disappearing. If you start to feel like there are things in your life that you love to do that make you feel lit up and inspired, that make you feel connected, that make you feel closer to God, and those things no longer bring you or the feeling of being closer to God, because that's what my hikes did for me. I felt so connected to God during those hikes. I had so many inspirations and downloads and insights that would come on my hikes. I would feel in my body more than I would ever when I wasn't on those hikes. And those hikes became monotonous. And I started to dread going to the mountains and started to feel like work to go to the mountains. And I didn't know what was happening. I just knew that something fell off. And I took that as I'm supposed to move to California. Maybe these mountains just aren't calling me anymore. Maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do anymore. Maybe moving to California where this woman lived, who was my mentor at the time, maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. And maybe it was, right? I do believe this was a part of my path. I believe this was a part of my journey. Sucks, right? That I, this happened, but I went to met Jamie, had this experience that happened. So I left. I left my home in Denver where I was really happy. And I left. Went to California. And again, spent more time with this woman. I, <laughs> I started to feel more and more of those feelings that were far and few in between what I can say when I lived in Denver, I feel like I had enough separation and I am very connected to the light. I could clear it. I, I, I didn't know exactly what I was doing, but I was, you know, calling upon my guides, clearing my energy. I was clearing things. I was, but the more it snowballed and the more I went into her world and felt disconnected from myself, disconnected from the things that connected me to source, the easier it was to manipulate. And it was a very slow thing that happened. I'm going to wrap my story up with what happened over the next couple of months because of my experience with this woman. I started working with her mentor and I, over a several month period, started to notice that there were dark energies in my field. I could feel them. 
I could feel there were, I, I felt like things were watching me while I was at home. I couldn't explain it. And so I would banish them and I would clear my energy and I would clear my energy and I would clear my energy, but I didn't realize where they were coming from. I didn't, I didn't put these pieces of the puzzle together until after the fact. I signed up for my first workshop with her mentor the same day I went on my first date with my partner. And I blame my partner for the negative energy I was feeling. I felt really disembodied again. I remember feeling like I was in a haze, like I wasn't connected to the earth. Like it was, it was such a surreal experience. It felt like I was kind of just like dreaming through life that it was like floating through life rather than like being in my life and experiencing my life and experiencing the joy of life. I couldn't explain it. And when I went back and put the dates together, it was the same day I had my signed up I paid money to this person. It was the same day I started to feel the full effects of spiritual warfare, where I really did feel like there was negative dark entities coming down upon me, where I didn't want to even connect with human beings. I would just like sit blankly at conversations. I would feel extreme anxiety when I was around other people. I, it was, it was, things were snowballing really quickly for me, but I couldn't understand them. And I was fighting without understanding what I was fighting against. And so Again, in my six-week, six-module course, I am going to take you through how to identify these things, but these are just some signs. And what I would say is start to pay attention. Pay attention every single day. How do I feel? Do I feel connected to the light? And what I'm going to take you through at the end of this is an exercise that I believe is so simple, but if you pay attention every day to how it feels to be connected to the light and how it feels to be disconnected, really in our thoughts or really connected to that dark energy, that negative energy. We just do that one simple thing and we're so clear on what both feels like. The moment we stray to the other side, we can reconnect. And I think understanding that what happened to me over the next couple of months is really important. The next couple of months, I had black magic. I had dark entities attached to me. There were webs being weaved through myself. And every person that this woman worked with was having the same experience, but not really understanding it and not communicating it with one another. A lot of the people who worked with her were also my friends. And I, they were having similar experiences, but none of us were sharing what we were experiencing because she normalized it and said it was part of our enlightenment and part of our ascension journey. And by a couple months later, I was so far gone and so codependent on these people because of the slow manipulation, the slow spiritual warfare, the brainwashing that was occurring. And I, they told me, you know, one of them told me that I was doing a lot of bad stuff in the world and that my message was, you know, my message was shit and false and that I was disempowering people and that they were, you know, whatever it was. And in that moment, everything, my world that I believed I was creating the world that I thought I was really helping people crumble because I thought I was out of integrity. And the reality was they were out of integrity and they were pushing messages. They had cords connected to each of my chakras and they were pushing messages through me. They're pushing things through that were out of integrity it was them that were pushing the things through. And this is hard to explain unless you can see these things and experience these things. But this ended in me shutting my very successful business down, giving my dog away, who I love. Um, ending my relationship. And crumbling everything I had built very quickly. During that time, I can't explain to you. When I, I fully surrendered to the darkness without understanding what I was doing, again, I didn't understand what was happening. But these people have a lot of money and they had a lot of success and they have very high profile clients. So I trusted them because they had these things that I perceived as milestones as their, of their 
the work that they were doing, healing cancer. You guys, I trusted this person because they healed. Um, I have had some bladder issues the past year. And as my sexual trauma came to the surface, I had an immense amount of internal vaginal pain. And one healing with these people cleared it. And I, so these, these things created a level of trust with me that looking back was a part of the plot. And I gave up my entire life to go live with a cult. No one signs up. No one desires to, to do this, right? But I was so far gone and so far out of my body and so far disconnected from the light that it, it, it happened. And thank God it did because there were multiple other of her clients that she was recruiting to do the same thing that I went to do. And I was only there for a few days. But it was enough to do the damage, right? I left there traumatized and scared and disempowered. And now, months later, I'm still grieving the losses, clearly. <laughs> Can't keep it together. Um, that I experienced. Oh, my God. Fuck. You guys know I'm a crybaby, but this is next level. Um, I'm still grieving everything that happened. But I'm grieving from the place of this should never happen to anyone again. And this should never happen to anyone who is holding such light and has, we have hundreds of people in this Raise Your Vibration community and I've served hundreds of clients over the years. We hold a lot of light in this community. There are so many beautiful light workers and light leaders in this community and people walking their spiritual path in whatever way, shape or form that looks like. These people disempowered that. They were ready to take out this whole community, right? Because as a light leader, you each have your own communities as well. And maybe I'm the, the light leader of this podcast, right? I'm guiding you to connect to more parts, to more people, to spread this message. And you take this out and it has a ripple effect, just like me showing up has a ripple effect. The darkness wants to take out the light. And I wish I would have known the things I know now and understand what's really out there so I could have empowered myself in that period of time. But I think this is a lesson I needed to learn so that I can empower more people not to have the experience I did. To know that you do have the power within you to protect yourself against these things because I was ripping entities off me. I felt them come in. I get the fuck out of here. I was doing that. I think there's a podcast episode where I was actually experiencing some of these things and I was, you know, shouting at them in the shower. You guys, if you listen to the podcast, know the experience I had where I was like, get the fuck out. And I would get, they would leave because they, you are a free will sovereign being. These aren't things you need to be afraid of, but you do need to be aware of them. We have a responsibility as light leaders, people walking the spiritual path, to have discernment, which I did not have. I believed I did to, to a fault that if I held the vibration of love and light and I just kept going higher on my spiritual ascension, that I wouldn't encounter these things. This person who came into my life was a very high vibrational entity. Myself, Renee and Kara have all had experiences with this type of spiritual warfare where there are false light beings who can do and create miracles in people's lives, but are not of the light, false light. They prey on their clients and their network, and they use the light of their network to power themselves. So essentially, I was a light source or food for this woman and her mentor. And we can protect ourselves against this. We can do something to empower ourselves against the darkness, but we have to know how. And so I share my story as a, a call to action for all of the people out there who are pretending that, like I was, and there's no shame in this. It's just a call to, it's a call to, to do better for ourselves and our communities. That this is something that exists. And this is something we have to protect ourselves against. 
And we can only do that through our own personal awareness of it. And trusting ourselves so deeply to set those boundaries in the beginning when we get the warning. But in order to do that, we need to understand ourselves. We need to do the work on ourselves and we need to continue to do the practices and the things that empower us. And so I, what I want each of you to do, if you're driving in the car, save this practice for a time you get home, or maybe just do it in your head, whatever feels good for you. But I encourage you to write this out at some point in time. Grab a journal if you're listening in a place where you can journal this out right now. I want you to sit with, and this is something that I think Gabby Bernstein has in her universe, has the book, Your Back Book. It's so simple of like when I'm connected and when I'm not connected to the light. But what I want you to do is journal. What does it feel like when I'm connected to God, source, energy, universal energy, higher power, whatever you believe in? What does it feel like to be connected to that? And I want you to just free write whatever comes through, whatever comes up, whenever you feel most connected. And I'll share what I personally feel when I'm connected. I feel this sense of peace. I feel this like tingly, joyful feeling. I feel in awe by the littlest things, right? And a bunny eating the grass, the colors of the leaves. I notice these things because I'm present with them. I feel confident to show up as the person I am with no fear of judgment. I feel, I feel empowered I feel like I can create the life I desire. I feel love just expanding from my heart space. I feel joy. I feel peace. I feel those things despite external circumstances when I am connected to the light. So pause this episode, write for five to 10 minutes. Get everything out on that paper of how you feel when you're connected. And when you're ready, push play, and we're going to do the next part of this exercise, is what does it feel like when I'm disconnected from the light? What does it feel like when I'm disconnected from source or God energy? And again, I'm going to share my experience. For me, I feel like I have a thousand racing thoughts all at the same time, and, and a lot of self-judgment, self-criticism. I don't want to do the things that I know make me feel good. I want to be codependent upon alcohol or food or Netflix to get me through the day. I, and again, no, nothing wrong with those things, but this is my personal experience of how I feel disconnected. I feel like I don't notice a thing around me. And sometimes I do that when I'm in the zone and I'm connected, right? But it's a different type. It's like a franticness about it. I question my own power. I question the work I'm doing in the world. I question if I'm really fully supported and safe. I feel disembodied and spacey and floaty, which again are normal things from time to time, but it's consistently that way. This feeling of something is off. I don't feel like I connect with a human being that's sitting in front of me. I feel disconnected from others. And this, this is our empowerment, you guys. Awareness is power. When we can say, I see that this is something not of the light, feel like this is disconnecting me. And again, take your time, pause, fully journal these out, and then keep, we can keep going. You can push play whenever you're ready. But when we have that awareness of what is of the light and what is not of the light, that's our empowerment. So, you have to have the power to see what's in front of you to be able to clear it. And it feels like such a simple spiritual practice of what, what makes you feel connected and what doesn't. But that's the foundation, right? And right now, this episode is building your foundation. We're going to have two more podcast episodes that get released on this topic. I don't have the time and the space to teach you everything about clearing your energy 
and connecting to the light and having the empowerment, but I will teach you the basics on these podcast episodes. If you're feeling called to dive really deep into this and you're like, I want to be able to protect myself, protect my clients, protect my containers, clear this shit out, empower myself against the darkness, have the awareness of what all these things are, like what the fuck is a hook, a dig, or a cord, like be able to clear that shit. If you want that, in, enroll in, in the Illuminate Academy, which is my six-week experience on and trainings on protecting your energy, protecting yourself against the darkness. This stuff is real. And <laughs> it's fucking wild. And I would not wish my experience upon anyone else. So if you feel called again for the next couple of days until 11 November 18th at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I will have that discount available where you get $111 off the course. There's a payment plan for $111 a month or $222 and we begin in January, you guys. So you don't have to worry about trying to fit these calls in between the holidays. I know a lot of people have a lot of stuff going on, but we're going to kick off in January and I'm going to be teaching so much incredible content on my experience and how to protect yourself and protecting your energy and identifying and awareness and, you know, stopping spiritual bypassing and so many other things. So that is all I have for you guys today. I know this was a really intense and potent message, but I hope it helps so many of you. Please let me know if you have any questions on this material if you love this episode or if you feel like this episode would help other people you know, please do share it, rate, review the podcast. If you haven't already, what am I missing? I don't know. All your support helps this message get out into more people. And I believe this is a message that is needed by the masses. So I love you guys so much and have a magical rest of your day.